his reputation because Kevin Hart is the bigger star. So this has really taken a toll on TJ Jackson. Let me read this super chat here. Shy Guy Senfai says, hey, T, happy Halloween. Yesterday was my birthday and I didn't have the best day, but you going live really I lifted my mood. Well, happy Halloween and happy belated birthday to you. And I'm sorry that you didn't have a good birthday, but I'm glad that you're here with us. And hopefully, you know, our positive energy will make you feel better. So thank you for joining me today. So let me go ahead and share you guys this article that came out. Now, the case was dismissed a few weeks ago. It's just not hitting the mainstream. Okay. But they dismissed this a few weeks ago. So let me go ahead and show you guys this real quick. Give me just a second. Okay. So it says Kevin Hart is finally ready to move on from the drama of the 2017 sex tape. He shared a video on his Instagram page, which he's driving and discussed the end result of the legal scandal. Now I'll play you guys that video in a second. Let me read to you guys this. So this was from the 10th. Kevin Hart's former friend gets extortion case dismissed after being charged in connection to Hart's 2017 sex tape. It says Kevin Hart and fellow comedian Jonathan Todd Jackson's 15 year relationship may have soured, but Tucker is finally clear of the charges filed against him by Hart. I don't know who the hell Tucker is. <laughs> I don't know if that was a typo Atlanta black star, but I thought his name was Jonathan Todd Jackson, but okay. They called him Tucker randomly. Maybe they're thinking about Todd Tucker. I don't know. But um, then they're going to say last week it was announced that Jackson's criminal case in connection to Hart's 2017 leaked sex tape was, was dismissed on September 29th. Jackson's been fighting those charges and maintaining his innocence since May 2018. His attorney, Jacob Gluckman, said Friday to City News Service, I'm really glad to see the end result of the case being dismissed. It took a really long time for my client to get justice. He never committed any crime offense against Kevin Hart or anyone else, there may never be any demand made for any, there was never any demand made for any money. There was never any extortion attempt. Okay. So that came directly from his lawyer. Everything was dismissed. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys a flashback of things that I was saying a few years ago about Kevin Hart. So you guys can understand where I was coming from concerning him, you know, wasn't hate, but when I see him constantly in broad and bullshit and I see how you treat the closest people to you, it makes me as a fan not really be a fan anymore. Everything from how he treated his ex-wife and played her once he got on, but they've moved over it. So it's not my burden to feel any type of way. Oh, well. But then when I saw how he did TJ Jackson and then also how he did his friend, um, he did some special on Netflix and he talked down to his trainer. And that went viral. And a lot of people drug Kevin Hart for that. On top of, let's not forget the people that he left to die in that car. In that weird-ass car accident, it was only a two-seater, but somehow there were three people in there. I've always said from day one that I felt that Kevin Hart was driving. He left out of there because he's already had DUIs on his record. And he's, he cares more about his image than anything. And he left those people to burn. Thank God that there happened to be some random passerbys who helped them. But even when you listen to the 911 recording, they made no mention of these two people that were left to die in this car. So to me, his character is just shady. So let me go ahead and play you guys. You guys can go watch this full video. It's a 22 minute video. I have the timestamps here. Let me make sure I have everything. Give me just a second. 
Should I have all my timestamps up? Okay. So let me, we're going to do some flashbacks. <laughs> Double flashbacks, bitch, in this video. Are, are extremely grateful and have a high amount of gratitude for the people who actually had character and stopped to rescue them after you, their so-called friend, left them trapped in your vehicle. This dude is a straight-up clown. Now, I wrote that two weeks ago. And, of course, the tea sippers with common sense and the ones who understand where I'm coming from when I say certain things, you guys saw it. You guys agreed. Other folks were definitely in their feelings. You're mean. You're negative. Oh, you're always throwing shade at Kevin Hart. Oh, what is it? What do you have against Kevin Hart? What I have against Kevin Hart is his character. Okay? He has no heart, in my personal opinion. When you claim somebody is a friend, you cause an accident, and then you, and then you leave them to possibly burn in a car while you go try and figure out and concoct a story to save your image. When your image is more important than human life, I have no respect for you at that point. Okay. So, okay. So let me go to the next one where I talked about how he did the Hurricane Harvey people. Give me just a second. And I remember a few years ago, Master P called him out. I'm blessed that Kevin Hart made a donation, but I feel like he don't have to do that because it's not necessary. I mean, a lot of people going to do what they want to do is their money. I mean, we made a, a, a synapsis, uh we made a synapsis donation, but I mean, it really don't matter what it is, as long as you give it from your heart. So I don't, I don't think you have to to do that with other with other people. I mean, just let them give from their heart. And then after me, Master P, and a few others caught out Kevin for doing the whole Hurricane Harvey challenge, saying that if you're a celebrity and you don't donate at least 25000 you know, like that's not good enough, what ended up happening? Not even a week later, Kevin Hart had to come out and put out a heartfelt apology to his family ahead of the blackmail sex tape that was getting ready to come out. So he basically used the whole Hurricane Harvey situation to deflect from the sex tape coming out. And one of the things that was stated in the article back then is that they're saying that Kevin Hart's real reason for starting the hurricane relief challenge for the Harvey victims was to deflect from the impending sex tape news. Okay, so now I'm going to go to this last part here. Give me just a second. Okay, I'm playing my timestamps, bitch. Oh, Kevin Hart's last ex-best friend, um, JT Jackson, they have now dropped two more charges. Remember, Kevin Hart accused him of blackmailing him and trying to deflect from everything. Now, two more charges as of December 13th have been dropped. There's only one more charge left. So, like I said, I look at the whole picture when it comes to Kevin Hart and something about him just and something about him just rubbing me wrong. He just does a lot of sneaky stuff and he tries to portray this good guy image. And I'm not buying it. And I'm not falling for it. So, okay. So when I say All right. So let me go ahead and come back on the screen here. So that was my flashback where I was talking about this years ago. And I basically did not think that JT Jackson was guilty. I think he was a casualty of Kevin Hart's bullshit. Okay. I feel like Kevin Hart used him to deflect and play victim. Like, okay, well, fine. I was cheating on my pregnant wife, but he's trying to extort me. Well, that doesn't negate the fact that you were cheating on your pregnant wife. And it became more about JT Jackson and this whole extortion than what he did to his pregnant wife 
Aniko, aka McRib. Okay, so I wasn't feeling that. So now that it's come out, and you you know, you got to really look at it like this too. The feds were involved. This was a federal crime. When you're trying to extort a, a, a well-known celebrity, a millionaire, Kevin Hart is very successful. I would never, ever take that from him. The feds are definitely going to be involved. So this was no walk in the park. They had to comb through everything of TJ, uh, of JT Jackson, from his financial records, his social media. They combed through every inch for years. This was a thorough investigation, okay? Only for this to be dismissed three years later. And now Kevin Hart does an Instagram video and he's like, oh, I just want to move on. Wait, what? No, you, you don't get to just say that you want to move on. You created all this chaos. You're an agent of chaos, Kevin. So let me go ahead and play y'all what he had to say about this whole situation. Once people started going to his Instagram page and said, uh, excuse me, Kevin, didn't you say he was guilty of, of extortion and doing all this nefarious shit to you? Well, they just found out in the court of law he's done nothing. So now Kevin Hart is trying to speak. So I'm going to go ahead and play you guys the video. Give me just a second here. This is what he said on Instagram, child. I just want to move on now that I've been found guilty of being a shitty person. What up, world? Happy Tuesday. Coming at you hot on a beautiful Tuesday morning. Um, look, there's no secret that my life has had its share of ups and downs. It definitely has. Uh, not proud of the downs at all, but of course that's life. Things happen. It's our job to adjust when they do. One of those things that I had to adjust from was a situation that involved a friend, Jonathan JT Jackson, when he was charged in a case. And JT Jackson has recently been found not guilty in those charges have been dropped against him. I can finally speak on what I once could. I couldn't do it because of the legal process. You know, they kind of put a fork in the road between he and I, that relationship was lost. But I'm glad that now not only can I finally speak on it, but I can say I'm happy that that chapter in my life is over. I'm happy that we're able to put a period on that sentence, and I'm excited to get back to life as we once knew it. I want to get back to life as I once knew it and put that behind me and move on. This message is about moving on. It's over. It's over. And I'm happy that it's over. Live, love, and laugh. It's that simple. Child, he just makes me itch. Because he's just, it's just I hate the weird motivational and kumbaya, my lord. Kumbaya. Like, you're so fake. You literally destroyed this man's reputation it's very easy for him to now say, hey, I just want to move on because it wasn't your reputation destroyed. You literally threw your friend of 15 years under the bus because of the misdeeds that you were doing. You usually you literally used him as collateral damage and didn't care. So I don't know what JT Jackson is going to do. But me personally, I would definitely sue one for defamation of character. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure it messed with him psychologically, emotionally, and then the fact that it really ruined his reputation. We have not seen JT in shit since. A lot of people in the industry backed up off of him. 
Charlemagne the God was clowning him and, and talking down to him. A lot of people really went in on JT because they were taken up for the bigger star who was Kevin Hart. And I can understand why people might think, well, he, he could be guilty of this because him and Kevin were friends and sometimes it's the closest people next to you who be low-key jealous. Like, I get that thought pattern, but if you really watch the way that Kevin Hart moves, then you'd understand the things that I saw years ago. You know, even recording himself giving homeless people four or $500. Like, you're, you're a big celebrity. Why do you have to record yourself giving back to somebody? If you're going to give to somebody, give to them. I, I give away money all the time. I hand things out to people all the time. I help people. I've never once posted it. Y'all remember I had even posted um, about Wikipedia. They were harassing me. And people don't know this because I've never talked about it before because I feel like if you're going to help a cause or help somebody, it shouldn't be that big a deal. But Wikipedia has been known to like literally harass people. So I had posted on my on my Instagram page, I was like, Wikipedia is out here acting like a baby mama. Like literally you give them some money and they be like, okay, can you dig a little bit deeper in your purse? And it's like, uh, no, Wikipedia, you should be happy with what I've given you. But if you, it's on my one Instagram page. Okay, good, it's up. I'm gonna show y'all real quick. It was funny, I had posted this the other day. But even when I post stuff that I do on social media, I always, I don't share the info like for donations and stuff. That's just a rule of mine. It doesn't matter if somebody's giving away $300, $500, or five bucks. There's nothing that you need to post and let the world know what you're giving away. So I had posted this the other day. It was a good laugh. I said, Wikipedia's out here acting like a baby mama, talking about they're tired and need more financial support. I've been donating to them for years, and they're still begging for more money. I'm starting to feel like I'm paying child support for a kid I don't even see. I ain't been on Wiki in a while, yet they keep sending me constant sob stories. And so you can see here where they sent this and they say, I've been a donor since 2012. And so this was like the little thing that they wrote that basically they're tired. They're tired of people not helping them out. And, you know, it was just funny because like I said, you know, I help out different people, organizations. I don't know any of that. So I find it very interesting when I see a major celebrity who has money but he's always making it, he's always showboating what he's giving away, either to homeless people or even the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund when he said that you're not a real celebrity or a baller if you're not going to donate 25 grand. Who are you to count anybody's pockets? Whatever people decide to give to any cause should be a blessing as long as it's from the heart. So that never sat well with me. And then as we soon discovered, he did all that because he knew that whole sex tape scandal was coming out. So let me do this huge challenge and act like I'm a good guy and I'm giving away all this money because I know that this shit's about to drop because I'm sure somebody from TMZ called him and warned him. So it's just a lot of stuff. Yeah, Wikipedia was like, we're tired. We're tired of people not giving us more. But, um, you know, so it's just a lot of things about his character that just never sat well with me. So I'm not surprised at all that this stuff was, was dropped. If you've been following the case, the first two charges were dropped in 2019. And he's always maintained his innocence. So I think it's a bit deeper than just moving on, Kevin. I think you need to make amends with your ex-friend. And I'm not saying that you guys need to be friends again, because if I was JT, I would not be friends with somebody like that ever again. I don't care how much fame and money and power they have. But I think you need to make amends. You can't just get on social media and say, oh, I'm glad this is over. I'm ready to move on. That's not how it works, sir. Okay.
You don't get to just say that you're ready to move on, but you drug this man and his reputation through the mud for years, for years. So the whole thing is a shame. Let me go ahead and um, let's see here. Wait, what did you say? Stop talking about the Bible. The Bible also says if you serve God, not to sacrifice to demons, but the majority of y'all celebrate Halloween. Bye. Okay, let me go ahead and remove you because we're here having fun and having a discussion. So bye, Traveler 2000. Okay, go take your angry Bible thumping ass elsewhere. Because I said, if you don't celebrate Halloween, that's fine. That's your business. But you don't have to come in here trying to, you know what I'm saying, prophetize to people and, and do all that. Let people do what they want to do in the comment section. So you might want to go ahead and go to a Christian stream, sir. This ain't the stream for you. Child, people always got to come in here with all, like, why come with all the negative energy? If people want to quote Bible quotes, they can. Just like if they want to say happy Halloween, they can. I don't judge what people follow on my channel. So don't come in here with the bad energy, sir. Um. Anyways, let me go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Uh, eight count life sent $20. Thank you so much. Says my, it's my birthday and happy Halloween to those who celebrate it. See keyword, those who celebrate it. Thank you. Um, T thanks for your streams. They've helped me prepare for this winter. That is awesome. And happy birthday to you. Thank you so much for coming through. Hope you enjoy your day. So thank you. Um, Marvin D. Sent 10 says, hey, sis, loving the costume. I remember the live stream you did talking about it. It's still one of my favorite streams, by the way. Thank you so much, Marvin. I appreciate you. And thanks for coming through, love. Um, Daria on display sent 499. She says, happy Halloween, sis. Happy Halloween to you as well. Thank you for coming through, love. Um, R. Lachey sent five and says, I heard that Kevin was once a really good dude. However, money changes you and Hollywood is toxic as F. He definitely only cares about his reputation. Yeah, I mean, and I've heard that over the years as well, that at one point he was very genuine. Kevin always used to like try to really help people and take people under his wing. I mean, I know he's done a lot for like Tiffany Haddish and others, you know, but I don't know. It's like sometimes that money and that fame, it shows, it just basically exemplifies who you really are. And I just feel like everything about him in like the past five years, it's just like this weird phony facade. Like I felt more of a connection to him and more genuineness to him when he first came out, you know, maybe like the first five years and sometime like around like 2015, he just really started changing. So I don't know. I mean, he has a, a huge fan base. People really rock with him and stuff like that. But like I said, I don't care how big your fan base is and, you know, just cause you're famous. I look at how you treat people, and I just feel like he's treated a lot of people closest to him just really, really shady, unfortunately. So thank you for the super chat. Um, and Gozy, what's up, sis? She sent $50. She says, hey, T, mommy, I hate that I missed the party Friday. I had to work. You look so good today. Happy Halloween, sis. You sexy black cat. You LOL. Love you so much. Thank you so much. And I know a lot of people... Um, had to work and um, quite a few people missed the party, but it's all good. We're going to do a Friendsgiving party. 
I still got to decide if we should do it the day before Thanksgiving or do it the day after Thanksgiving. So that way people can eat leftovers and, you know, party and stuff like that. So, but we are going to have another dance party coming at the end of this month. So if you missed it for Halloween, there's another one coming down the pipeline. So just stay tuned. And thank you so much for the super chat, sis. I appreciate you. Um, C. Johnson says, happy Halloween, auntie. Did you hear about Alpo Martinez getting killed this morning? No. Is Alpo Martinez the big drug dealer? Let me Google. Child, is, is that who I think it is? Apple Martinez, also known as Apple, was an American drug dealer, Puerto Rican ancestry from Harlem. Why do I know that? I'm like, was he the big drug dealer? He absolutely was. <laughs> Why do I know about these damn drug dealers, bitch? So let's let's pull this up. I didn't know about this. Thank you for the super chat. Um, C. Johnson, let me share this with y'all real quick. Here's the article. Oh, nope, hold up. Not that one. It's another screen. Let's see. I'm assuming he got killed. You know, you can't be in the drug game too long, hun. Where is it at? Apple, Apple. You know what? I pulled it up on the wrong thing. Where'd it go? There it is. The source. Okay. Here it is. So he just got killed three hours ago on Halloween. Mm. The notorious former drug dealer, age 55, Alberto Alpo Martinez, was shot and killed. What I say? Shot and killed in Harlem. The shooting took place early Sunday morning in a drive-by fashion. Police noted that Alpo was hit multiple times in the chest with shots coming from the vehicle passing on West 147th Street near Frederick Douglass Boulevard around 3.20 a.m. Mmm. Mmm. Alpha was often reviled as a snitch who allegedly betrayed, betrayed the street code to save himself, tarnishing his legacy in the streets. Mm. So, Alpo is dead. Um, thank you for that tea. I had no idea. And we're going to talk about the drug game, too. And that's one thing about the drug game. Um, there, you can't be in the drug game it's very rare that people are able to get in, you know, especially if you're moving large amount of weight. And it's very rare that people get away without serving any time in prison or not getting shot, killed, you know, their family being extorted. So I don't know. That's crazy. But thank you. Let's see here. Adesola said Ninja Money. She says, hey, T. Um, just hold on. Just wanted you to say my name. <laughs> Ade Sola Ade Tola. I love that. I love that. I uh, said it's almost 9 p.m. in Nigeria. I want to sleep and have work tomorrow, but I had to listen to the gossip. <laughs> Thank you so much, love. Eshe. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate you, sis. Um, let's see here. Carly D Senfi says, Hey T, big fan. Happy Halloween. Wanted you to know. Your thoughts on the ladies of the Real Housewife of Potomac. You know what? I was binge watching and I didn't even realize that the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were back. So I binge watched the Potomac ladies, got caught up, and I binge watched the Salt Lake City ladies. I, I low-key want to do a stream. Like maybe I should just do a stream about these shows. Because I've also been binge watching because I stopped watching for a while Black Ink Crew Chicago. 
because last season just it just was too all over the place. So I've been back watching it, and I'm not feeling for his baby's mother. Like that situation should be a cautionary tale that you you have to know who you're having children with. They they this whole pregnancy has made me super uncomfortable. Their whole relationship. But anyways, back to the Real Housewives of Potomac. Um, I'm not really feeling Wendy this season. You know, she's Nigerian and all, but I'm not like, she's just really changed. I'm not really a big fan of hers this season. And then Robin and Giselle, their attitudes, they they just been doing the most. I do not like Candace. I, I'm sorry. I, I finally just had to come to the conclusion. I'm not a fan of Candace. I try to give her another chance with the whole Monique situation. I really like Monique. Candace talks way too much shit. She talks way too much shit. And then as soon as she gets the same energy back, here comes the fucking white tissue. <laughs> like, you, you can't you can't talk all this, you know what I'm saying, rah, rah shit getting up in people's face. And as soon as you get the energy back, here comes the tissue box. That's why I call her tissue box. I'm not a fan of Candace. I think if she continues her behavior, her white husband's going to end up leaving her. I think he's tired of her bullshit, okay? The new girl, Mia. She has a very interesting backstory. I like her mom. I, I really like her mom. I, I love her mom's journey. She's been through, you can tell she's been through a lot with the drugs, going to prison for eight years, losing her kids. But the fact that she's trying to clean herself up, I, I love that story. But it's something about me and her husband. Her husband is creepy. Him constantly sticking his tongue out, acting like he wants to, you know what I'm saying, sleep with other women on the cat. He's just weird. He's doing a lot. Um... She definitely thinks that money makes her, you know, but I can understand from her background why she's always talking about, you know, money and where she's at financially. Now, funny enough, I met Escala. I believe that's her name, the Ethiopian lady. I met her and her husband when I was in Atlanta. I got a chance to kick with her husband um, at Isaac Hayes' studio. They're both really nice people. She came and gave me a big hug. I didn't even realize because I wasn't that far ahead in the show yet. I didn't know it was her until like after the fact. I'm like, oh shit, that's the lady from the Real Housewives of Potomac. But yeah, she's really sweet. Her husband is just, he's really adult guy, very encouraging. He really loves the work that I do. So um, they're a wonderful couple. But um, yeah, I just, Candace got to go. Why is she still there? I, I just don't get, she doesn't bring, she's cute. I like her as far as like, she just wants like one of them cute little petite girls. You just want to pick her up and just, you know, just pick her up, put her under your arm and walk off with her. You know what I mean? But her mouth, she just talks too much shit. And then she's always the victim. I, I can't stand people who just talk a lot of shit and then here come the waterworks. You got to pick a side. Either you're about that life, chihuahua, or you're not. And she hits really low below the belt. That's another thing I don't respect. She hits low below the belt. And when she gets back the same energy, she's a victim. You know, uh, the old lady, Karen. Karen has grown on me over the years. I like Karen, her, her old ass husband. <laughs> he just, he's just, he's just there for the for the damn drinks and food. I like him. He's he's doing better this season. I remember last season he slammed the door in her face and kept it moving. So I'm liking him. He's funny. Um, yeah, I just Robin just seems real miserable this season. She doesn't really seem happy. I don't know if it's because of Juan. I like Ashley. Ashley, you know, is taking up for herself. I like Ashley's family dynamic. I love her Uncle Lump and her mom. I love how her family really rallies around her. The husband, he's just weird, Michael. 
I left off. She was in this leopard dress, looked real sexy. She was trying to get some pee from him. And he just acted like he wasn't interested. And they ain't slept together in months. So I'm like, who is Michael Derby smashing? And for some reason, I feel like it's a man. I feel like he's cheating on her with a man. I, I don't know. Something about Michael Derby is he's just creepy. I love the kids, though. The kids are adorable, but... Man, the Real Housewives Potomac, yeah, I need to do a live. We need to just do a live stream and just talk about that show. Now, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, I have a lot to say about that too, but I'm not going to talk about it now. But um, I can't wait to see Jen Shaw arrested. <laughs> I'm waiting for that to pop up. But um, I'm, like, I'm liking the new Asian girl that they added, Jennifer, the Vietnamese girl. I like her. I like her. Her husband gets on my damn nerves. I don't like the fact that he keeps trying to pressure her to have more kids. Okay. And he's like, well, if you don't have more kids, we need to have a sister wife. Why is he acting like he does not have three other children? Be grateful for the kids that you do have. So her husband gets on my damn nerves, but I'm liking her. She's feisty. So I'm here for it. Mary, the church lady, is crazy. But I like Mary. I like Mary. Something about her. You know what I'm saying? I don't think her and Robert Sr. have a good relationship at all. I think at this point, they're just two ships in the night. But I'm here for her little clapbacks. I love her outfits. She's always dressed to the nines, you know, but I think she's batshit crazy. Her eyes be going every which way. I think she's crazy, but I'm here for her. <laughs> so, yeah, I've been binge watching these shows. So that's funny that you asked me that because I literally was binge watching all of these shows last night when I was stuck in bed. So thank you for that. Uh, let me see here. Uh, T. Hamilton sent 10. Thank you so much, T. Hamilton. J. Jersey girl. Oh, hold on. Everything just kind of refreshed. Okay, she's saying five. She says, would you think Kevin would have learned by now how to cheat without getting caught? He managed it with his current wife. It's not like she would leave. Yeah, Aniko ain't going nowhere. She ain't about to go with that lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? That's just what comes with the with the territory when you're dating a man of that stature, unfortunately. Either you're going to put up with it or you're not, but she's not going to go nowhere. Let's see here. Uh, Shaman Squirrel Senpai says, with Kevin Hart, what bothers me is every time he's in some crap, he says the fake positivity crap. Also, your costume is given. Thank you so much. Yeah, people like Kevin Hart and even Candace, they weaponize that. They use it as a weapon. So that way you don't really dig into them. That way it stops you in your tracks from really questioning them. Let me hit you with all this fake positivity and whole, you know, uh, who are uh, those who, what is that? If you live in glass houses, don't cast stones, you know, uh, forgive and let go, let go and let God. People who do things like that, they use that as a weapon. Just like with Candace, she uses her tears as a weapon because she knows as soon as she starts crying, it's going to make people feel bad for her and it's going to let people fall back from holding her accountable. So people like that, I can't get with, okay? Miss me with the, with the fake positivity crap as soon as you're being held accountable for something. And Kevin Hart does that all the time, and so does Candace. You know, as soon as she's held accountable, she weaponizes her tears. So you have a lot of people who do that, and it's, it's not okay. So thank you for the super chat. Um, Taasha, Taasha, Julie, sorry if I mispronounced it. She sent four ninety nine. She says, hey, T., my patient coded and died today. Ooh, I really needed your live and your bubbly personality to brighten up my day. Love you, T. Thank you for the super chat. I'm very sorry to hear that. Wow. Whew. 
So yeah, I'm assuming you're in the medical field, probably a nurse, maybe even a doctor. Um, thank you for your service. Because a lot of times, like I always tell the medical people who follow me, it can be a thankless job. And sometimes we don't think about y'all's mental health and the fact that you guys are dealing with death on a consistent basis. So I'm very sorry to hear that. And I'm sorry that you had to go through that today. So I'm grateful that my live stream is at least putting a smile on your face. So thank you for your hard work. And thank you for being, um, you know, just one of these workers out here who is so giving of yourself. So thank you. Man, that's a lot. That's a lot to hear. Wow. I couldn't even imagine. Because I know the relationships that I have with my nurses and my doctors. I know that that is very hard when they lose a patient. So thank you. Um, money cash Lexus. Oh, you sound like you sound like you balling. Money cash Lexus. Okay. Send ten dollars. Says, hey T, I've been trying to send a super chat forever, but negative YouTube forces don't want me to. Wow. Well, thank you so much. The the YouTube guys were with you today because the super chat came through. So I appreciate you. Thank you for the love. Um, Delray sent a dollar ninety-nine. He sent a super sticker. Thank you so much, Delray. I appreciate you. Cameron Heron sent $5. Thank you, Cameron. Uh, Yana W says, I've been watching you for almost two years. I turned 16 a few days ago and just wanted to say thank you for enlightening me. Wow. I love when the babies come through. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the love. Uh, fifth, Miss Fifth, Crazy, Crazy Edge. Hopefully I pronounced that right. Said 999 says, hey, T, I hope all is well. I try to ask you in your last live whether or not you would do a true crime channel in the future. Your research skills and integrity are unmatched. Love you. Love you too. Thank you. I don't know if I would do a, a, a full channel dedicated to true crime, but I do want to get into true crime videos and definitely speak more on true crime on my podcast because I'm a bit more free on my podcast. So yeah, that is definitely something I'd be willing to do in the future. But as far as setting up another channel, um, I don't know, because it's just, even with my second channel that I had, going through that, dealing with the demonetization, and the thing is, nobody wants to create a channel if nobody can view it. And anytime they demonetize videos, it's not being sent out to your audience, it's not getting the views. So nobody wants to do all that work. And then it doesn't get viewership. So for me, I'd rather put it on my podcast because I know when I post stuff on my podcast, it goes through to everyone from Google to Apple to Spotify. So that's something that would be more feasible for me in the future. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Um, Andrea B says, stay safe, everyone. You guys have fun today. Uh, you all look great. Any updates on the Kev on Kevin Hart's accident? No, it sounds like, you know, he's been healed, you know, by the power of Hollywood. They haven't said anything. Um, I don't know if them two white people that were in the car, they must have got paid off because they have not spoken at all. So he must have gave them a nice bag because we ain't seen them. We ain't heard from them. <laughs> After a while, I'm like, damn, did they actually make it out the damn car wreck? Did they secretly die? You know, who knows? But I haven't seen or heard anything since that accident. So I'm not sure. But thank you, Andrea. Oh, what's up, Miss Scully B? She sent $20. She says, hey, sis, you look gorgeous. Just wanted to tell you again how much fun I had at the costume dance party. Shout out to the Discord family. I love you guys. By the way, when are we going to watch more BMF episodes together? I'm caught up, Scully. So we can definitely watch. I think the new one, doesn't it drop today? 
we could definitely watch it tonight or sometime this week because I have to get caught up. So I'm, I'm officially caught up. Um, I think it's like the fifth episode. The girl's a snitch. Okay. She's working with Lamar. So I'm not feeling that. So I, I'm so, I love the, BF, the BMF show. So I've been watching it while I've been like in the bathtub, honey, had the TV going on in my, in my bathroom and I've been watching it. So I'm all the way caught up. So we can definitely do another BMF movie night. So I'm down for it. I love that show. And thank you once again for coming to the party. It was just nice to just party with you guys. And y'all damn near had me in tears. You know what I'm saying? Um, and Morales crying and, you know, Marquis letting us know that she graduated and got her, certifi her certification. Like, I'm just proud how everybody's just kind of turned into family on the Discord. And we're just all there to support each other. And you guys keep me going. So thank you as well. I appreciate you. Um, Nene4002 says, my 25th is tomorrow. And you going live is a true gift. I love watching you been here since 2017. Thank you so much, Nene. And happy early birthday to you, sis. Thank you for coming through. I appreciate you. So uh, I'm going to read some more Super Chats in a bit here. I really appreciate you guys just, you know, coming through and just showing support. Yes, gang, gang with the blue hearts. <laughs> I see all the discorders in the, in the chat. So that was my thoughts on the whole Kevin Hart situation with his friend. So now I also want to talk about everything that's going on with Miss Brittany Renner. Okay. She's once again causing controversy. And so she went to Jackson State's, uh, I think it was their homecoming, I believe. I might be wrong. She went there and she had posted some things on social media and people were not feeling it. Let me, I have a few things up. Let me check here. What's this? Okay, I want to make sure I have some stuff on my desktop too. So give me just a second. So basically at the homecoming, she basically was telling people to hide their sons. So let me show y'all this really quick here. Okay. So this is one of the posts that everybody was talking about. She wrote, hey, Jackson State, hide your sons. Now, as we all know, Brittany, she is what, like 34 or something like that? She recently had a baby by PJ Washington, and she got with him when he was 18. Okay, he wasn't even drafted into the NBA yet, but she staked her claims into him, made sure to get knocked up. And then two weeks after having the baby, she dumped him. So they've been doing this whole back and forth on social media for a while. So then she ended up posting this as well. So let me share this with y'all real quick. Okay, yep, this is it. So in this post, because um, people started clowning her, calling her a predator and everything. So Brittany says, yeah, imagine someone 18 or older wanting to fuck me and me wanting to fuck them. So we fuck. Very outrageous. Call Chris Hansen now. So this person says, wow, imagine the outrage if this was a grown 30-something-year-old man, went up to a college campus and tweeted pics of himself with the caption, hide your daughter, shake my head, just keep the same energy. It goes both ways. So that is what that person said. So people have been going in on Britney, and she recently addressed it here with, um, I think, Joe Budden. She also did an interview with DJ Academics as well. I haven't watched that one. But she addressed it with Joe Budden. 
So let me share that with you guys. Just a small snippet. That's why it's just like the whole, the predator shit. And like I said, I have a tie to Jackson State. It was our homecoming. There's 60 year olds on campus, you know? It's just like, it is what it is. I'm allowed to sleep with someone 18 if I wanted to. And that's all I really was defending. It's not that I'm like, realistically, I would love to date an 18 year old right now today. Like, ew, no, I fucking wouldn't. But I thought six years younger, I didn't think it was that big of a fucking age gap. Someone six years older than me, no, about not. That's why. Okay, so let me come back on the screen. So there's a lot of different ways to unpack this, right? Um, And being a mother of boys, and I have a son who's 20, so I mean, you know, he's grown. I guess as a society, we have to decide, and this is what annoys me. And you guys know, even on my channel, when people get so mad at like older guys, you know, like Scott, Courtney, baby daddy, fucking these 18 and 19 year olds. What do I always say? It's legal. What do y'all want me to do? It's not illegal. Okay. I'm only worried about the teenagers, the, the ones who are illegal. Not stressing myself. If the parents don't care, I can't lose sleep over it. But what I what I don't like, right? I feel like it's too. We we have to decide as a society because in one breath, when it comes to eighteen year old girls, then it's all oh, they've been brainwashed. They don't know any better. They're super young. The old man is manipulating them. When some young girls like to date older guys, and that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? In the same breath with Britney, let's keep it real. If this was the average 18-year-old kid that was graduating high school who didn't know what the fuck he wanted to do with his future, he works at McDonald's part-time, she would not look at him twice. That's why she said, I don't just go around just smashing 18-year-olds. Yeah, you smash ones who are going somewhere, to the NBA, to the NFL. So that's what we have to decide as a society is 18 years old too young when it comes to sexuality and, 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 you know, consenting and saying yes? Because last time I checked, if you're 18, you're charged as an adult if you commit a crime. So which one is it? Because by law, they can go to jail for the rest of their life if they commit a serious enough crime and they're charged as an adult. So then in the same breath, you can't cry when somebody who's six, seven, ten years older than them is dating an eighteen-year-old, I'm just telling y'all what the law states. Do I think that it's tacky? Yes, but I also feel like let's keep it real. Let's stop acting like a lot of these boys are unwilling or you know, like they wouldn't want her. Okay. She's dated some of the baddest dudes in the game. Let's keep that real. She's an she's open book. She tells all her fucking sex tales. She's dated everybody from Drake to Callan Kaepernick. Callan Kaepernick used to make her pay for her own flights and will fuck her and not even pay her for, pay her, for her time. She smashed Callan Kaepernick, Drake, um, Trey Songz, Ben Simmons, Jamal Murray, Little Uzi Vert, Chris Brown. James Harden, okay? So if I'm a young boy, okay, she gets around. She ain't never been, she's never denied that she's a hoe. So if I'm a young boy and I'm 18 and I'm getting ready to go into the NBA or the NFL and a bad chick like Brittany, because let's keep it real, she's a pretty woman, is giving me attention and she wants to smash me 
And I know this same woman has dated the likes of Drake and James Harden. How many 18-year-old boys are going to turn down that snatch? Let's keep it real. Let's keep it real. So everybody wants to act like somehow she's like out here molesting these young boys. But I don't see them saying, well, no, I'm cool. I'm going to save myself for someone my age. A lot of time, these women, these Instagram models, they're seen as status symbols. And why are they seen as status symbols? Because y'all follow them. I don't follow her. She don't have a mil millions and millions of followers and a blue check mark for no reason. Y'all put these women in positions to be status symbols and to be IG models, and then y'all get mad when they do what they do. Matter of fact, are y'all keeping the same energy for LaMelo? Let's go on to the Ball Brothers, okay? LaMelo is now, oh, ironically enough, him and PJ Washington playing for the Charlotte Hornets, okay? LaMelo is all of what, 19? No, he just turned 20. Oh, he finally decided to come out and admit that he's been with uh, Anna Montana. But she's been with him a lot sooner. Okay, I don't believe that now at 20, he wants to come out and admit that he's dating this 33-year-old. She's been fucking with him since he was a teenager, okay? So let's go ahead and talk about that. Y'all's not ready for that conversation, okay? That is LaMelo. He's now 20. He's now come out and admitted that he's with Han Anna Montana, okay? Here she goes. Very much different from the hair provided by Di Oh, some shit about the hair. Uh, he wrote her with the love eye emoji. She writes back to at mellow, love eye emoji, heart, all this mushy, mushy shit. Then he writes him talk. Then she's on his page with the love eye emoji. And then he's blowing her kisses. So they've now admitted to the public that they're together. Okay. She's a baddie. Okay. That's them together. So where's the same outrage? He's in the NBA. She did the same thing as Brittany Renner. I, I just, I, I don't know, like, do y'all want me to cry tattoo tears for these people? Because I'm not, okay? These are young men who at a certain point in their life, and they're looking at these so-called Instagram models as status symbols. The problem is PJ Washington got caught up. He actually knocked her up when he really should have just fucked her and kept it moving. He actually turned her into a baby mother. So now she's going to be eating out for him for the next 18 years. Well, that's on PJ. At 18 years old, you know what it takes to get pregnant and not get pregnant and to use protection. And especially when you have something to lose. Just like with a lot of these young girls, you think that they're not dating Scott Disick because it benefits them? You think these young girls would be willing to... And I'm not saying that they don't date regular guys who are older because a lot of times when young girls who are like 18, 19 date older guys, there's definitely a benefit in it for them. They're not going to date some old bum-ass dude who's an alcoholic, who can't take care of himself, who's on some bullshit. When most young girls date older guys, they're dating older guys who have money, who have status. I don't understand why the internet people just act so brand new. Like they can't go out in any hood USA and see the young 18 and 19 year old girls dating the hood drug dealer, dating the hood dude who like owns a business and things like that. So to me, a lot of these folks are using each other. Brittany knows what she's doing when she goes to Jackson State and she, and she types, hide your sons. 
because she knows she's going for young boys who are going to get, you know, possibly drafted into the NFL, into the NBA, who have a bag coming. That's what a lot of these, these women do. So at this point, people have to agree that to me, it's a transaction. People like Scott, people like Brittany, I see them in the same boat. They're using these younger people because it benefits them. Now, morally, is it wrong? You can look at it from a moral lens and say that it's wrong, but legally ain't shit y'all can do but be mad on the internet and type pedo every other post on her shit. Legally, she's done nothing wrong. You know, I think the whole thing is just weird. You know what I'm saying? But you, you can't, yeah, a fair exchange ain't no robbery. PJ Washington wanted status. Why wasn't he dating other 18-year-old girls that he went to school with or at his college? He wanted status by getting with Britney because he knew it would elevate him on social media. Just like with LaMelo. You think that there's no 19, 20-year-old girls that LaMelo could have his pick from, but he's dating Anna Montana, a 33-year-old? Just like the young girls who are dating Scott. You think there's not guys their age that they could be dating, but they know if they date Scott, that's going to keep their names in the blogs, that's going to bring them fame, and it's a tie to the Kardashians. All these people are using each other. So I'm not, I'm not trying no tattooed tears for this bullshit. It's a bunch of foolishness. So like I said, morally, yeah, you could say it, it's, it's distasteful, but legally ain't nothing y'all can do about it. The only thing you can do is talk to your kids and tell them to choose better or understand that there's women out here like this, you know what I mean, who look at them as a paycheck. So while LaMelo's just having fun, hopefully that's what it will be. We'll just be him having fun. But I wouldn't be surprised if Anna Montana gets knocked up within the next year, just like, you know, Brittany Renner did. So I just find the whole situation crazy. But like I said, I'm not, Chad, I'm not losing no sleep behind this shit. It's above my damn pay grade. <laughs> yes, thank you, P. Diddy. P. Diddy's another one. Y'all not dragging him. I told y'all a long time, people try to get mad when I said that he was with Young Miami just for fun. He wasn't about to marry Young Miami. Oh, well, you're acting like, like he's way better than her, like she's not good enough. That's not what I'm acting like. I think Young Miami's bad as fuck. She's beautiful. But Diddy is not going to marry her. That was just him having sex with her, getting some of her young energy. And that's what a lot of these older guys do. They'll mess with these young girls to get their, you know, their energy and, and feel young again and vibrant again, and then move on to the next. These old motherfuckers are energy vampires. Let's keep that real. You think Brittany can't find a 33-year-old or 35-year-old or a 60-year-old? She can, but she's an energy vampire. That's why she's going after these young dudes. It keeps her young. It keeps her around young people, young spaces. No different than James Charles. Why you think he's running around? His best friend is Charlie D'Amelio. This fool's 22, 23 years old. Your best friend is 16. Why? Because you're around these young circles to get around these young people to keep their energy around you. So yeah, the whole thing is just weird. Yeah. 
They are. They're like su uh, succubuses. Yep. Drake is another energy vampire. Remember, he was caught in that 14-year-old girl's DM, the, uh, the homegirl uh, from Stranger Things. And people were calling him out like, why are you DMing her? Oh, well, we're friends. Remember, she let it sit that Drake was calling her. Like, yeah, Drake calls me all the time. Everybody's like, well, Drake is damn near like 30-something. Why is he calling a 14-year-old? Because in the industry, they don't look at age like that. Millie Brown. I believe that's her name, Millie Brown. Yep. They don't look at it like that. They look at it like they're all in the same industry, so age really has no number. But again, y'all can't sit here um, and cry about 18 not being old enough when it comes to sexual stuff. But then an 18-year-old can go out right now and go rob uh, somebody's home or go rob a convenience store and get thrown in prison for the next 20 years. So they can't be too young in one aspect, but then grown as hell to go do prison time in another aspect. So again, that this is the industry. That's what these folks do. Madonna, Madonna's another one. She messed with a lot of young people, a lot of you know really young guys. Yup, Tiger, and Tiger started grooming uh, Kylie when she was a teenager, and his reputation is still intact. I see people dragging her more than they even drug Tiger. So again, this, this is the industry. That's what folks do. Let me read some of this. They said Billy Ellish too. Who's, who's Billy Ellish dating that's underage? <laughs> or somebody grown dating Billy Ellish? Young people average, um, aggravate me and I'm 32. But again, it depends on the young person. That's what people are not understanding. These people are not going for young people. That, that They're not dating the average 18-year-old. You get what I'm saying? Most of them are dating young people who they know have a career path, who they know are going somewhere. So it benefits them. It's a benefit. They're not dating your average. Yes, the average 18-year-old boy would annoy anybody because he, he's, he's 18. He's probably just sitting around playing fucking video games and jerking his dick. Who knows? But if you take an 18-year-old boy who's getting ready to go to the NBA, to the NFL, who's getting ready to be on something or, you know, the latest, you know, rapper, his maturity level is going to be a lot different than the average 18-year-old. He's going to be around a whole different crew of people than the average 18-year-old. So that's the difference. That's why she's saying, I'm not out here just dating an 18-year-old. No, you're, you're dating 18-year-olds who you know will benefit you financially and also benefit you by having by being on their arm. It's all about usury. It's not even so much even the sex. It's about the usury. Anna Montana knows that it's a good look for her brand to be with LaMelo Ball. And LaMelo Ball looks like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's that dude. He done pulled Anna Montana. So it is. It's just about usury. Because, yeah, the average 18-year-old, like, what the hell? Hell no. They're annoying as hell. But if it's an 18-year-old that's getting ready to go, you know what I'm saying? You know he's about to be the next big thing. You probably would deal with that annoyance. That's what they're saying. McKenna says, preach T. Um, 
Taurus says, none of these damn people mature. We got 40 old rappers acting 12 in the industry, right? They're all acting just young and none of them want to grow up. You know, that's why they keep dating younger and younger and younger because they don't want to grow up. I mean, think about all the older guys that were dating, you know, that even back in the day, like in the hip hop industry, when Jay-Z got with Beyonce, she was young. Jay-Z also dated Aaliyah. Aaliyah was still young. You know, she was like in her late teens, early 20s. So it's been like this forever. So I just, I, I don't, I don't understand um, why people get on social media and act brand new, you know? Yeah, Diddy's another one. We talked about him. Yeah, Beyonce was like 19, 18 and 19 when her and Jay-Z got together and they kept that very, very hush hush. And then when she got, you know, quote unquote, old enough where it would be more acceptable, then they came out with their relationship. Mm-hmm. Let's see here. Gigi says, love from Nepali girl from the U from a Nepali girl from the UK. By the way, the currency is pound, not UK money. <laughs> love you, T. Thank you so much, Gigi. Appreciate you. I do be like, UK money. <laughs> um, Brooklyn 187 sent 499. Thank you so much, Brooklyn. Appreciate you. Candace Smith says, all Candaces aren't created equal. What brand of lippy is that? Because the black isn't budging, honey. You look great. Meow. Thank you so much, Candace. Appreciate you. This is Mac, actually. It's Mac. Let me see the name. Uh, Hot Core. Wait, Hotor. Hot Core. H A U T E Core. <laughs> we had some, It's Mac. Thank you so much. <laughs> um, let's see here. Bruce uh, Kennington says, happy Halloween tea. I can hear you say, back to the pole you go. One more time. Back to the pole you go. Back to the, back to the, back to the, back to the, back to the pole you go. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you for the super chat, love. Um, she's another one that, remember, she was dating a little young boy from that rap group. He had that overbite. Remember, Black China was dating his ass and he won, but what, 18, 19? So they all do this shit in the industry. Uh, David Perry sent $10, says, hey, T, happy Halloween. Thank you so much, love. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. BL Sherelle sent five, says, T, check your DM on IG when you get a chance. Okay, will do. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming through, sis. Um, let's see here. Never Ending Fantasy sent $19.99. She says, hey, T, please send my son well wishes. He got stood up by this guy because he wouldn't answer him when he was whistling at him. My son believes in soul ties and he is glad he didn't create any with him. Send him well wishes because he got stood up on a date or I'm confused. Well, good luck to him, you know, he shouldn't feel bad. Maybe it wasn't meant to be. So thank you so much for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Jazzy Huggins sent five. Says someone mentioned The Rock, and he gives me that vibes. He only likes his Samoan side. I kind of peeped that about The Rock too. He doesn't really represent his black side all that much. I peeped that about him. Thank you so much for the super chat. <laughs> Look, somebody said, "LOL." Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I wish him the best though. <laughs> 
Yvette Stark says, thank you, T, for your hard work. Thank you so much, Yvette. Appreciate you. Ken sent 499. He says, hello, T. Love the costume. You look amazing as always. Happy Halloween. Thank you so much, Ken. I appreciate you, love. Um, Silver East, Kami Silv says, hey, T, can you talk about the sexually transmitted demons protecting one's energy on a future podcast? I'm a longtime follower. I just stay quiet. Yeah, I've never heard of sexually transmitted demons, but I've heard of soul ties and, you know, exchanging energies. I didn't know there were sexually transmitted demons. I'm going to have to look that up. But thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Um, let's see here. Risky Sam 499 says, what do you think about Young Miami's song, Rap Freak? Um, I think it's okay. You know, I don't, I'm just so used to them talking about the same thing over and over again. So it's just like, uh, another you know, ratchet song to shake my ass to when it comes on in the club. <laughs> That's about it. But thank you for the super chat. Um, Parish, um, Parish and Roses says, hey, T, love you and your channel. What are your thoughts on the Girardi scandal in regards to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills? I still have not really, really looked into that. I've heard bits and pieces, but I haven't researched it enough to speak on it. But thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. Somebody said they didn't know that The Rock was biracial. Yeah, he's half black. His daddy was a black wrestler. His daddy was a black wrestler and his mother is a Samoan. The mother's grandfather, um, he comes from two histories of wrestling. The mother's grandfather was like one of the big Samoan wrestlers back in the day, like back in like the 70s, or whatever. So his dad got with the grandfather's daughter. So, yeah, he's a biracial man, but you you wouldn't really know it. He just seems to only claim his Samoan side. But his father was a very famous Black wrestler. Um, let's see here. Uh, Meanie2202 says, hey, T, I met Brittany when she came to the Mall America in 2017. She acts exactly like what you see. Very pick me energy love you oh you met Brittany Renner when she came to the mall America that's interesting I didn't even know she came out here <laughs> but um oh yeah I can I can see that you know and again people make these folks famous and then get mad when they use their fame to come up and you know date who they want to date again we make these people into celebrities and, and famous and hype them up. So then when they get the top athletes and the top, you know, rappers, then people feel away. I, it's just the strangest thing. It's very strange. Um, let's see here. Jay Jersey Girl says, guys are up. Hold on. Guys are still up in Britney's DMs. Even after she said the guys are idiots and easy to lick for a bag. I don't feel bad for them. Desperate for fame. Right. And that's the thing. Everybody wants to get mad and, and blast her. But again, these guys are still lining up. Even matter of fact, when she went to the college, I'm going to show you this video. It was so many people there to see her. They, they even had her as a guest speaker. So again, are y'all really serious about making her out to be a pedo? She was out there having a good time. You had some of the, the top players running up to her. So, I mean, she's up there at the school. People are welcoming her with open arms. 
There was another one where they had her here. Deion Sanders had finesse queen Brittany Renner as a motivational speaker for his Jackson State football team. Here she is speaking. Like, there's nobody that does it like you. And that's just why you're in the direction the whole time. So, again, like, I don't understand what people, like, I'm not crying tattoo tears for any of these people. Like I always say, a fair trade ain't no robbery. Y'all done gave this girl fame and status. Y'all are inviting her to come speak to the college athletes and inviting her to the school to be a guest speaker. Did she even go to college? I don't know, because I don't know her backstory like that. Maybe she went to college. But now she's speaking to, to rooms of, fo of future football players. It just doesn't make any sense. And she's a proud finesse queen. So again, social media is full of shit. That's why I refuse to waste my energy on getting upset or even mad at some of this stuff. It's just, it's silly. Yeah, how to bag an athlete 101. Exactly. She's hustling and she's doing her thing and that is because of social media. Let's see here. Uh, Larry Carter says, hey, T, showing you some love. My first live. I love your show. Happy Sunday. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming through, love. Appreciate you. Uh, Quantrell Miller. I like that. That's different. Quantrell says, hey, T, I'm a recent, hold on, a recent T-Sipper found you doing research on the vaccine. Did you hear it's up to four shots now? Please do commentary about the Colorado River and Walmart company trying to make a watermark, a water market. I didn't hear about that. I'm not surprised that they keep moving the goalposts. They're going to be giving people boosters for the rest of their damn life at this point. So now it's four. That's crazy. I'm not surprised, though. Um, Kay Drew sent 499. She says, just stopping by to show some love. Happy Halloween. Hit the like button, y'all. It's free. Yes. Please hit the like button. We got over 7,000 people in here. Hit the like button, you guys. It is free. So thank you so much for that, sis. Um, Philip Sadiq sent $15. Says, happy Halloween. This is hot talk, double standards all around. Yeah, I agree. But again, you've never really seen me knocking guys who date 18 and 19 year old women. Because like I've said, at the end of the day, it's legal. So I'm not about to waste my time or get up in my feelings. There's nothing you can do. If they want to date somebody that young and it's legal and the parents don't care, who am I? Again, Nobody was crying tattoo tears when Steve Harvey was sending uh, Lori Harvey out there, had Lori Harvey dating P. Diddy and all these older guys. You know, it, it is what it is at this point. Um, Sandra Senfai says, law teacher here, you helped me develop my critical thinking. I swear you'd be a great prosecutor. Your intelligence is top tier. Uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you for the super chat as well. I've never thought about being a lawyer, but people tell me I should. I know how to research and stuff. <laughs> thank you. Um, Nick Ogord sent $10 and said Jada Pinkett. Jada Pinkett is a weirdo. I just, I can't. I'm over Jada Pinkett and Will Smith at this point. They were getting drugged recently because Jada came out and was basically saying, she was kind of like talking down about their love life. And people started dragging her again. And then she caught herself trying to go off on the internet. I'm like, Jada, how about you just shut up and quit putting your business out there? Let me go ahead and show y'all this. Speaking about Jada Pinkett. 
Okay. Jada Pinkett clarifies comments about her and Will's sex life. Now, this was the day before. Jada Pinkett tells Gwyneth Paltrow why it's hard to maintain a sex life with Will. Dirty at 26. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, it's incredible. It it's really, hard. I know. I'm, I'm I sure. mean, the thing that Will and I talk about a lot is the journey. I mean, we started in this at a very young age, mm-hmm. you know, 22 years old. It's crazy. That's why the accountability part really hit for me yeah. because I think yeah. you expect your partner to know especially when it comes to sex. It's like, well, if you love me, you should know. Mm -mm. You know what I mean? If you love me... You should be able to read my mind. Down and dirty in 20... Girl, shut up. Um... So, of course, the internet is once again making it seem that Will is the victim, even though Will also has a girlfriend. So then Jada Pinkett says this, only because I got time today. Okay, cuz. Then she says, stop making up headlines. Watch at Red Table Talk. I did with, watch at Red Table Talk. I did with Gwyneth Paltrow for yourselves. Will and I have never had an issue in the bedroom. Thank you. Ma'am, stop. If y'all have never had an issue in the bedroom, why was you fucking August? I'm just saying, Okay. People who don't have issues in the bedroom are not fucking their son's friends. Okay? That's all I'm saying. So stop trying to, like, play with people like you don't know. I have to post this. Don't let your husband stop you from finding the love of your life. (laughs) I'm a messy bitch. (laughs) Jada needs to shut up with that bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think for me, they've just destroyed any. Not saying I looked at them as couple goals, but I really like them together. And they've just destroyed that for me. I'm over Will. I'm over Jada. I, I'm just, I'm over them at this point. She needs to go ahead and do what she needs to do to make her happy. And Will needs to do what he needs to do to make himself happy. But all that trying to like, switch it around and make it look like the audience is foul or like we did something to her. No, 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 ma'am. No, ma'am. We did nothing. <laughs> um, Let's see here. Alex Burke says, hey, T, my mom and I have been watching you for years. We love you. Keep doing your thing. Stay well. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you and your mom for your support, for the uh, support of my channel. I appreciate it. Um, Sean Santen says, Wait, I'm confused. As a gay man, I'm trying to figure out who was whistling at her son. How old is your son? How old was the guy? <laughs> he had to be underage to believe that it was a soul tie. Oh, hell no. Child, I was confused by it too. I, I, I just wish the son well. Maybe she didn't explain it well enough. I don't know. But we just going to wish the baby well. And I'm glad he didn't create any soul ties as well with the man. Or boy, I don't know. <laughs> Y'all are. <laughs> he don't send the super chat to get clarification. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. Uh, let's see here. Goth boy. What's up, goth boy? He says, T, I love you, sis. What do you think about the pagans? Hold on. What do you think about pagan holidays and being a Christian? I was told celebrating Halloween is evil and Christmas isn't really Jesus's birthday. And that's too evil. Honestly, I'm confused. Um, 
I don't have no thoughts on it particularly. I know people who go to church on Halloween and they don't celebrate it. And then I know some people who are Christian, they feel like, oh, well, I'm going to dress up and trick or treat just because it's tradition. At the end of the day, people have to do what they feel comfortable with. You do what works for you in your household. Um, as far as like Christmas not really being the real birth of, you know, Jesus Christ, again, that's for people to research and come to their own conclusion. I know what you're talking about, but I'm not going to talk about anything religious right now as far as this screen goes. So that's for people to do their own research and figure out what works for them. So on that note, let me go ahead and talk about the next topic here. I've been, how long have I been on? Oh my God, an hour and 16 minutes. I'm not going to leave until everything I have to talk about is done. So I'm going to just keep going here. So let's talk about the whole Michael Myers situation. <laughs> Being that we were talking about the two young gay guys whistling at each other. I don't know. So let's talk about the whole Michael Myers situation. I just, I don't know what is going on with society at this point. But Michael Myers is being called homophobic. Horror fans are calling Michael Myers homophobic after Halloween Kills. So the new movie, um, the Halloween series came out. I haven't watched it yet, actually. Maybe that might be something we could watch tonight on the Discord. I don't know because I have not watched it. But in the scene, somebody tweeted this and they said that Michael Myers is homophobic. Halloween kills because he killed two gay guys. I'm just going to show you some of these tweets. They're saying, all I got from the new Halloween movie is that Michael Myers is homophobic. Somebody else says, Halloween kills were so good, but why did Michael Myers have to kill the one gay couple? Michael Myers is homo Michael Myers homophobic confirmed. <laughs> Somebody else says, I can't believe Michael Myers is homophobic. Hashtag canceled. And they just keep going on and on and on. And then they're going to say, the accepting Chucky versus the homophobic Michael Myers. And Chucky is basically talking about his son being, I think, transgender or something. Gender fluid. You have a kid. Gender fluid. I don't want to play the whole thing because, you know, copyright, but y'all can go play it yourself. Um, so they're trying to compare Chucky not being homophobic compared to Michael. Um, then it was like a picture. So this was the picture here. They said Michael is an artist because basically Michael has them posed the same as this picture. And somebody says, well, this shows that Michael Myers is not homophobic as he kills anyone, no matter their race, no matter their age, race, even sexuality. Please don't hate me. This is just a joke. People argued about this shit for days on Twitter. They're still, if you go into the hashtag, they're still arguing about it. I don't understand, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why would he be homophobic? By that logic, should I say that he's racist? You know how many black people get killed in horror movies? We're usually the first ones to go. Most black people, they don't last in horror movies. <laughs> You're just the black kid. And the freaks. That's another rule of horror movies. If you lose your virginity, if you're having sex in the car with your boyfriend, you and your boyfriend are going to get killed. So should we also say that they're, you know, targeting people who, you know, who don't want to be virgins anymore and people who want to have sex because they get targeted in horror movies as well. So I don't know. I just thought it was just really silly that this was even up for debate. And I think the sad part is it makes it seem like 
you know, like the gay community is always mad. The LGBT community is always mad about stuff. They're always nitpicking stuff. But most of my gay friends were like, this is stupid. I don't even understand why this is a thing. So I think it's more or less people like clowning around and trying to make it bigger than what it is. Because I, from, for the most part, most people are just like, I don't understand like what the big deal is. What are people talking about right now? Like he's not homophobic. He literally kills everybody. Okay. Michael Myers don't got love for nobody. Not even his own damn family. Didn't he kill them? Like, I just, it's just, it's like the silliest thing that people argue about and turn into trending topics on social media. It's insane. This man literally will stab anyone in his way. Okay. He's a psychopath. He probably didn't even know they were gay. He was just like, oh my God, two living beings. Let me go ahead and, and stab them to death just because they're alive. You know what I mean? Like that's his thought pattern. So I, I found the whole thing just like crazy that people are like really upset by this. So now I don't think he's homophobic. I think he's an equal opportunity killer, okay? Black, white, gay, straight, young, old. He's going after everyone. That is how Michael Myers gets down. That's how they all get down. Jason, Freddie, all of them. So I, I don't know. This is, this social media Twitter is just weird to me. Let's see here. Um, All About Me says, I'm really getting tired of all this fake outrage. Won't end well for this community. Doing too much. Yeah, I think it's like certain people. I don't think it's the whole community, but it's always the nutcases in every community that are the loudest. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's what it is. They're like the loudest. I think the average gay person does not even see this as a thing. It's just, so it's just something about like, they're like, there's like a Shea Butter version of the LGBT on Twitter. You know how there's like black Twitter and then there's Shea Butter Twitter that finds racism and everything or colorism and everything? That's Shea Butter Twitter. Regular black Twitter, we have common sense and everything is not racism. Everything is not colorism. Well, there's a Shea Butter version of LGBT community on Twitter. I call them Shea Butter LGBT. They're mad about anything. They're just angry. But then the regular folks of the LGBT, they're like, this is stupid. I'm not even going to feed into this bullshit. Okay? So just understand there's two different versions on Twitter. There's Shea Butter LGBT and regular. <laughs> so I, I refuse to believe that every gay person is pissed off at Michael Myers right now. I refuse to believe that. Okay? So <laughs> that's how I look at it. Shea Butter LGBT Twitter needs to sit the fuck down. Okay? Um, let's see here. Um, J, J Rachewich, I think I said that right, um, says, I feel like the stuff like this gets put out there to make the LGBT look a certain way, honestly. Yeah. You know, that's why I say, like, you got to, like, really understand that certain people push things to create divide and confusion. That's why, like, a lot of times when I see people automatically screaming things about colorism or racism, I do my research and I'm like, no, these are people who just want to be mad. You just, you just woke up today just angry. Like, everything is not racism. Everything is not colorism. Every dark-skinned girl does not see themselves as oppressed and, oh, my God, and, oh, and I'm so mad and I'm picked on it. You know what I mean? Like, you have a segment that makes things seem way worse than they are. 
And that's why I call them the Shea Butter Crew. Okay. So yeah, I, I think that too. I don't I don't think that the average gay person is literally upset about this shit with Michael Myers. I think it's a it's a select group with the fake outrage. Let's see here. Um Blatino boy. Okay, Blatino. So black and Latino. I like that. I like that. I like that. I like how you put that together. It says, correct me if I'm wrong, but in it chapter two, wasn't a gay couple beaten by a homophobic gang? Then one boyfriend was thrown over the bridge in the river where Penny Rise saved him just to eat him. Where was the outrage then? Yeah, that's true. That wasn't it too. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Um, let's see here. The homegirl healer says, hey, T, did you hear that Cal Penn from Harold and Kumar just came out? And also Michael Myers is an equal opportunity killer. Child, please. No, I didn't know that um, Cal Penn came out. But thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Nene says, I get what you're saying about the situation Eddie Brady, come on by me, save me tomorrow if I sell. I don't know what you just wrote or what you're talking about. I'm confused. But thank you for the super chat, though. Appreciate you. Uh, Kiki Sam 499 says, I understand representation, but not everything needs a label. It's fake outrage. Anyways, love you, T. Love you, too, and thank you. Um, Sean says, just to let you know, I'm regular. I don't want no smoke. <laughs> Thank you so much for the super chat, Sean. Um, let's see. Marlon Harrison says, I know a lot of gay people are tired of the agents of chaos in their community. Yeah, I agree. I, I agree. There's a lot of agents of chaos, and a lot of that stuff starts on social media. Because like I said, for people to be arguing about this for days, it, it's just insane to me. I'm just back and forth, back and forth. And remember, I had, because Marlon, I think you might have been there. I don't know if you if you were there that morning. Remember the other morning, maybe like a week ago, I had showed you a video. I showed the Discord. We did a, a watch party on Rave. And it was about how the internet was fake. And how a lot of the things that get started on the internet are being started by AI. A lot of the discussions, a lot of the, the beefs, a lot of those people that you think that you're arguing with, they're not real people. They're really AI. And this video was really good. It was like, I think it said like 75% of the internet is fake. There's only like a small percentage that's real. Even some of these people in my chat that are commenting are not even real people. It's AI. So folks don't understand that. That there's a lot of this thing that's a lot of stuff that's being propagated by AI. There's There are times... If you look in my comment section sometime, and I block these people all the time, there's always a man, sometimes it's a woman, and they'll have these whole cryptocurrency discussions in my comments. It doesn't matter what the topic is of my video. He'll come on and he'll be like, yeah, because cryptocurrency and you should do this and I can teach you how to become a cryptocurrency connoisseur. And the way he's talking, you're thinking it's a real person. And there'll be a thread with like 30 people. And one day I clicked on this. Why the fuck did this dude keep coming to my page talking about crypto when that's not even the topic of my stream? And I clicked on it. They were having whole conversations. It was all AI. It wasn't real people. You can feel real people's energy, like we always talk about in the Zoom meetings, through the computer. 
I know when I'm talking to a human being and I know when it's an AI talking to me or somebody that somebody behind something and it's not really a real person. You can feel if you if you understand, you can feel people's essence. I can literally get an email from somebody and I can hear your voice in that email. I don't know. It's weird, but I can hear your voice through the email. I can hear when somebody's stressed. I can hear when they're being nasty. I can hear when they're being genuine. I don't know. It's just, it's something. So a lot of times I'm very good at picking up when it's AI communicating. That's why sometimes when I read my super chat, you'll see me pause and I'm like, that's fake. And I'll go on to the next person. That's me just reading and kind of deciphering who in here is real and who's a bot, who's AI. It's, 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 it's infiltrated and people don't understand that. Yes. A lot of the internet is fake. It's like a whole room. We be talking about we be talking about some deep shit on Discord, honey. It, we be going deep, but yeah, I think I don't know if you were there that morning, but I showed the whole video. So you got to understand this whole Michael Myers thing. It was probably propagated by AI on Twitter, and then the real people, because again, it's energy. So then real people get involved, like uh-uh, he's not gay, and and you're giving them your energy. It's all about energy. He kills everybody. Oh, he is homophobic. Again, it's energy. Left versus right. Good versus bad. Yeah. A lot of times this is started by AI. But yeah, that the, the person, and I blocked them so many times, they come back. And they'll have whole, it'll be like 30 of them just having whole discussions, just robots talking to themselves about crypto. Like, you really helped me. And oh my God, I'm so rich now. And thank you for your advice. And it's like, you're fake. You're not even real. You're an AI. It's the weirdest shit. Some people have seen it in my comment section. They might say something today. I, I usually tend to block them because they'll have whole threads talking to themselves. One day it was like a hundred just talking to themselves. It was like the creepiest shit. And they can spell really well too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's the weirdest thing. You can call them bots or you can call them AI. It's still the same thing. It's artificial intelligence. Uh, let's see here. Angel Vega says, yeah, T, as a gay man myself, there's people who complain about any and everything. Also, the AI, the AI part gave me chills. I never knew about that. Yeah. Yeah, we had a whole uh, discussion about that like a week ago. Yeah, a lot of the internet is very fake. You can even see it when you go to certain people's Instagrams. That's why for certain people... You can tell, you can even look at their engagement and see who's really talking and who's not talking and the things that they're saying. You can tell who buys AI, who buys comments, who buys bots. It's like the weirdest shit because a person will post a picture of themselves and then you'll go to the comments and it's like, oh my God, me and Jan had a good time at the fishing hole today. So who the fuck is Jan? What fishing hole? What is this? The 1800s? Who fishes at a fishing hole? You know, like it'll just be like random stuff like that. So you can really tell like who's, I guess, celebrity or influence is real and whose shit was bought, literally by bots. It's the creepiest stuff. Um, let's see here. T, I saw a fake sex worker profile with a bunch of fake accounts liking her comments. It, it made her look real. The shit is creepy. Yeah, it is. 
ICH says, hey, T, looking gorgeous as always. Feliz Halloween. Feliz Halloween. Thank you so much, love. Appreciate you. So, yeah, I think that might have been, you know, what kind of caused that drama. might have been caused by bots and AI because I, I refuse to believe that same people um, actually think that Michael Myers is homophobic. So on that note, I've been on here for an hour and a half. I got to get on this Fetty Wap situation. I got to talk about this real quick here. Um, this made me sad. But I've been telling you guys for a while. Who remembers? Put a teacup if you guys remember me telling you guys after Juice World died. Remember after he died, they found 100 pounds of marijuana, his private jet. Um, and nobody has been charged. He died and I guess the weed went puff, you know, went up in smoke. Nobody has been charged. They've never mentioned it again. Who remembers when I told you guys around that time that a lot of these celebrities are involved in drug dealing? Okay, because the teacups. Yay, I'm glad you guys remember. A lot of celebrities are involved in moving weight across the country. And like I was saying in my stream, if you guys go back and watch my stream about Juice World, and remember Lil Wayne got popped a few weeks after Juice World got killed. I mean, not killed. He swallowed dope. But after he died, um, Lil Wayne was also popped for removing drugs and he had a gun on a private plane and all that stuff. And Donald Trump pardoned him. But what did I say in that stream? I said a lot of these black rappers and entertainers, they learn from the white folks. Okay, the Rolling Stones did not get their name just because a lot of these celebrities and these musicians were using being musicians and traveling across the country as fronts for moving drugs. Okay, in those tour vans, those tour buses on planes. This is nothing new. The white folks been doing this. Elvis Presley with his coke habit. A lot of them were doing this in the 60s and 70s. And then black folks, once hip hop got popping, were also involved in doing the same thing. Okay? So I'm not shocked by this at all. A lot of rappers have been popped over the years. Everybody from Jim Jones to Nelly being caught on buses with a bunch of, you know, it's one thing to have your own little stash to get high and to toot. When you get caught with pounds and pounds and bags and bags, you're moving weight. You're a distributor. You're a drug dealer. And what better front than to say that you're a touring musician? Oh, I got to be in Detroit to go do a show. And meanwhile, I have 100 pounds of marijuana in my van. And I can stop off in Chicago, drop off a load, stop off in Minneapolis, drop off a load, and then make it to Detroit to my final destination. Yes, French Montana, Rick Ross. It's been a lot of them. Okay. So sex trafficking as well. Thank you, uh, King Sabs. Yes, sex trafficking is another thing that they do. They move a lot of these girls throughout the country using musicians as well. So let me go ahead and share with you guys what's going on with Fetty Wap. Because she's a trap queen, better hit the bando. We was jamming to this shit on Friday. How ironic, who was dancing the trap queen and now he, he done hit the damn news for this damn federal charge. Fetty Wap and five others hit with federal drug charges. This is a big deal, you guys. So 
They're saying rapper Fetty Wap was arranged on federal drug trafficking charges on Friday as authorities accused him of being a part of a drug ring distributing cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl across Long Island in New Jersey. The Jersey native, whose real name is William Jr. Maxwell II, was arrested on Thursday at City Field before he was scheduled to perform at the Rolling Loud Festival. So that means, again, the feds have been watching him for a long time, like I always tell you guys. They're not going to pounce until they have solid evidence. They've probably been watching him for the past two years, and they knew where to find him. And the reason why they arrested him in such a public place was to send a message, okay? Let me finish reading. Others in the alleged ring include New Jersey Correction Officer Anthony Leonardi, Robert Leonardi, Brian Sullivan, and Kavon Wiggins, who were charged with firearms in connections with drug trafficking, in addition to conspiring to distribute and possess controlled substances. According to federal prosecutors, the group obtained drugs on the West Coast and used the United States Postal Service and drivers with hidden compartments to transport controlled substances across the country to Suffolk County, where they were stored. They allegedly obtained and distributed more than 100 kilograms of drugs across New Jersey and Long Island between 2019 and 2020, okay? And it's now 2021, so what I tell you, they've been watching him for a while. Um, the pipeline of drugs and the investigation ran thousands of miles from the West Coast to communities here in our area, contributing to the addiction and overdose pan, uh, epidemic. We have seen time and time again tear people's lives apart. The fact that we arrested a chart-topping rapper, artist, and a corrections officer as part of the conspiracy illustrates just how vile the drug trade has become, the FBI assistant director in charge, Michael Driscoll, said in a statement. So that is what's being reported. This is very serious. One, because not only was he moving this through state lines, right, from West to East Coast, but he was also using the United States Postal Service. Anything done with the Postal Service, you're definitely looking at Fed time. And this was a very intricate plan. So right now they have five people arrested. It's going to be a lot more people. This is a, this was, this is a big bust. It's a lot more people involved. I wouldn't be surprised if there are big wigs at the post office that were also involved. You have to ask yourself, how did they have access to redesign these postal cars to make compartments? Somebody had to put those compartments in there. So it's going to be a lot of heads rolling behind this case. On top of that, he had paid agents. One was a federal, um, no, excuse me, not a federal. He was a, a police Prison guard, I believe that's what he was. Yes, a corrections officer in New Jersey. So I'm sure they had other people on payroll as well, possibly police officers. Remember in the BF in the BMF show, the crooked cop is on the BMF payroll. So I think this rabbit hole goes deep. But it's very high profile because you have a high profile rapper involved. I would not be shocked if other rappers also end up being indicted. 
Now, I believe that the reason why Fetty Wap got caught up in this, let's not forget, he had that tart, that, that top charting song, Track Queen, but you can only eat off of that for so long. He hasn't really had a major hit since then, but he kept having babies. I mean, at, at one point he had like maybe four kids in like the span of two years. I think he has like eight total. Um, child support is no joke. And having to maintain a facade, having to maintain a lifestyle. So this is very, very unfortunate. Yes, these are straight up RICO cases. Um, so he got himself in a world of trouble right now. And they're trying to make an example out of people, especially with the fentanyl deaths. Because a lot of these fentanyl deaths are affecting young white teens. And anytime you have an abundance of white teenagers being affected, losing their lives, and not making it into the next generation, they're going to come down hard. But a lot of that fentanyl is being brought in from the southern border. It's being made in China. But they're going to really slam the hammer down on these people as opposed to going to the root of the problem and, you know, going after the people who are creating the fentanyl. They don't want that smoke with China. So they're going to come down on Fetty and his crew. Let me also go ahead and play you guys this news clip here. Give me just a second. Arraignment will be held this afternoon via teleconference. He was arrested yesterday at City Field. Uh, it was during a music festival in the afternoon. Uh, in the afternoon before he performed, he's one of six indicted for conspiracy to distribute more than 100 kilograms of controlled substances on Long Island and in New Jersey. And those arrested also include a New Jersey correction officer. Officials say Fetty Wap and others involved transported, distributed deadly and addictive drugs, including heroin and fentanyl on Long Island, deliberately contributing to the opioid epidemic. The multi-million dollar drug distribution used Suffolk County as their home base. We're told the defendants would get drugs on the West Coast and use the U.S. Postal Service and drivers with hidden compartments to transport the drugs across the country to Suffolk County, where they were stored. Fetty Wap's role, according to officials, a kilogram-level redistributor for the trafficking organization. As part of the investigation, approximately $1.5 million in cash cocaine, heroin, fentanyl pills, handguns, pistols, and ammo were recovered. This is in Fetty Wap's first run-in with the law. The 30-year-old, whose real name is William Jr. Maxwell II, faced three counts of battery after allegedly assaulting employees at a hotel two years ago. He was also arrested in 2017 and charged with DUI after police say he was caught drag racing in New York City. The rapper is best known for his 2015 hit Trap Queen. He just dropped his newest project, The Butterfly Effect, a 17-track mixtape in honor of his four-year-old daughter who passed away in June due to a cardiac arrhythmia. Now, in a statement, Fetty Wap's attorney says, quote, we pray that this is all a big misunderstanding. He sees the judge today. We're hoping he gets released so we can clear things up expeditiously. And now we reached out to his publicist and also... Um, his representative, and we have not heard back once again the arraignment taking place via teleconference later on this afternoon. Okay, let me go ahead and come back on the screen. Um, his lawyer says, I hope this is just a big misunderstanding, child. He said, That's this story, he's sticking to it. Um, this is not a misunderstanding. The, the feds don't pounce unless they have all their T's crossed and their I's dotted. 
they've been watching him for the past few years. So this is not a misunderstanding. Um, it looks like he was very much involved. And 100 kilos, that's a lot of weight. That's a lot of weight um, to get popped with. That's enough to land you in prison for life. I don't know if they're going to give him that much time, but I think he probably will end up getting some time. But I also feel like the rabbit hole goes deep with this one. Um, I refuse to just believe that this rapper just had all this wherewithal and, and, and connections to do this whole operation, just these five people. It's a lot more people involved. And I think more people's names will be coming out as the weeks go on. But the whole thing is just really disturbing. And it just once again goes to show you that it's okay to live your life on the straight and narrow because at the end of the day, it's, you know, it's no joke. And being in the drug game, you can only be in the drug game for so long. Either somebody's after you to kill you, to harm you, harm your family, or you end up going to prison. And, you know, they give people long stints in prison for drug-related offenses, unfortunately. So the whole situation is just, it's really scary. Um, and it's its sad, you know, he, he could be, he could end up doing a lot of time behind this, a lot of time. So I don't know. I don't know. Let's see here. Uh, uh, Misty Blue sent five. She says the horror genre has always had an underlying commentary on, on society's issues, but this is ridiculous. People want to be upset at this point. You're talking about the whole uh, Michael Myers thing. I definitely agree. Thank you so much for the super chat. Uh, Karen Marin says, T, you need your own dating show like Dose Carenas uh, or Flavor of Love. <laughs> That'd be interesting. That would be interesting. But thank you so much. Thank you. I'd rather date the old-fashioned way, you know, like meeting people and exchanging numbers and things like that. But that's that's my goal for 2022, get into a healthy uh, relationship with somebody that I, you know, that I truly love and care about, you know, and like, and we balance each other out, you know, we're, we're equally yoked. So that's, that's my goal for 2022, child. <laughs> um, let's see if I don't the whole moving in together like I like my space I like my big ass closet I love my house I just it's different once you live with somebody like I, I don't think I could do that again so he'd have to have his own shit I'll come you know spend the night spend the night but all that living together I, I ain't ready for that oh here come the trucks <laughs> y'all are such a mess Asian Matt is a sweetheart he's really really nice very very nice guy so um I think he's busy. He's probably on the road working, you guys. You guys, I was like, where's Agent Matt? He actually works. Like, he's a full-time truck driver. He owns his own company. He's doing his thing. Very proud of that brother. But, um, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are such a mess. Um, Let's see here. Uh, Miss Scorpio, Senpai, she says, it was my birthday, October 23rd. I kick Scorpio season off. Love you bunches. Keep up the good work. Happy belated birthday to you, sis. And yes, it is officially Scorpio season, honey. So y'all enjoy y'all's time. Scorpios are cool. I like Scorpios. I heard y'all are some freaks though, but yeah, y'all are cool. My cousin's a Scorpio and that's like one of my favorite cousins. So yeah. <laughs> um, Jay Gorgeous says, you are pretty. Bye now. Thank you so much, sis. And you are pretty as well. So thank you for the super chat. Appreciate you. Um, Beyonce's blonde lace front. <laughs> that name cracks me up every time. Uh, she says, 
Michael Myers needs to retire, sis. How long are you going to keep doing this? Lori is tired. LOL, just joking. Yeah, I was very surprised that they came back with another one. I mean, at this point, these movies have been around since I was a kid. You know, Freddy Krueger, Michael Myers. Like, everything don't need to be redone. At, at, at what point is Lori finally just going to kill him? Like, I remember when she was a teenager, a babysitter. And now she's an old-ass grandmother, and she's still dealing with this damn demon. Like, he got to go. <laughs> Jason, too. Remember uh, uh, Jamie Lee? Now, who was that dealing with Jason? No, that's Michael Myers. Who was the one that Jason was always after? Like, Jason, he went after all the teenagers and just all of these movies. They're like, they're old now. Like, I'll watch the old school ones. I don't like the new school. It's just been like, it's just too much of a stretch at this point. It's too much. Said my baby's a Scorpio. Oh, happy birthday to your baby. <laughs> that was Shanann1803. Oh, we got a lot of uh, Scorpios in the house. Okay, that's what's up. Chucky's another one. They didn't. We didn't need a remake of Chucky. We didn't need any. We could have left him in the nineties. Okay, that's another one. I couldn't. He was annoying. Now I like when he was with Jennifer Tilly because I was a big Jennifer Tilly fan back in high school. So I like when she played the girlfriend. And then you know that was like in the nineties. Now it's just it's too much. Let's let the Chucky, uh, the Chucky movies go. We need some new people. Like they're trying to bring back Candyman, and can we get some new characters? Can we get some new scary characters? You know what I mean? I would love that. Let's see here. Uh, Maggie G says, happy Halloween tea. I'm throwing a Halloween party and no one showed up. Now I'm eating candy and cupcakes with my daughter in our DYI Squid Game costume. Oh, wow. I'm sorry to hear that. That's too bad. Well, I'm glad at least you have your daughter and y'all can, you know, sit up and eat cupcakes and eat candy and, you know, just have fun with yourselves. But yeah, that's too bad. Maybe they're scared of C-19, honey. You know, folks don't want to leave their house like they did back in the day. Not even back in the day, two years ago. <laughs> but thank you so much for coming through. Um, v said, V said, nine ninety nine. she said, Jason, Freddie, and Fauci are just out here killing folks. Child, y'all are a mess. Thank you for the super chat, love. Angel Vegas says, yes, Miss T. Um, oh, I'm sorry, I read that one. Did I? Nope, I did. I read that one. Let's see here. Debrisha Boykin says, hey, Auntie, you're going to speak on Facebook's name change and everything. Uh, we talked about it on the Discord. Um, the name was very interesting. I, I feel no ways. Mark Zuckerberg is a weirdo. I don't understand what, like, what was his point of changing it. I'm more interested in the fact that what he's trying to do, which is now the, he's trying to move towards the whole 3D technology of the internet. I'm more interested in that technology than even the name change. I think he's trying to create another dimension. But that's a whole nother vibe, honey. That's a whole nother situation. I don't trust anything he has going on. But thank you for the super chat, sis. Uh, JK said, 999 says, love you, T. I always wanted to ask, do you believe in mermaids? Yes, I do. Um, I believe mermaids are just an extension of water spirits. But yeah, I definitely believe in mermaids, but they're not, the mermaids, like if you understand like African spirituality and when Africans talk about mermaids, they're not like the little mermaid. They're not like these beautiful creatures. They're, they're like, 
they're like demonic water spirits. They're really creepy looking. They can change form and they come up like from the water and they can look one way, like, you know, they can look pretty and they can sing. So they, they do that to attract men and then they pull you under. And then when they're pulling you under, you're like fighting this demonic, crazy water spirit. So like the mermaids that I grew up about, like, you know, hearing about are different from like Little Mermaid. But I believe that they're real. I do believe in mermaids. I think, yes, some people call them sirens. Yep. Thank you, uh, TS. Some people call them sirens. Some people call them mommy waters. Um, there's different names for them. But so many different cultures believe in mermaids that I think that they are real personally. So I think, too, like when you think about the ocean, it's so vast. We've only discovered about 10% of the ocean. So there are certain things living in any of these ocean waters that we will never know about because we can only go down so deep. So I definitely believe that. But thank you for the super chat. I hope I answered your question. Um, Farda says... Fadis Abi says, exactly, my grandmother saw one. Uh, Sungay says, they put the truth in movies and cartoons and anime. Exactly. Yeah, the, the Little Mermaid, there, there's more truth to that than fiction. Um, Dark Continents Child says, I'm Sudanese, and we call them book, not the Western mermaids in the movies. Yeah. Like the mermaids that when, when African people talk about mermaids, we're talking about a whole different thing than like when Western people or Americans talk about mermaids. But it's, it's a big thing in Africa, like especially like in West Africa, a lot of West Africans know about those tales of mermaids, even Haitians. I've met Haitian people and they talk about, you know, mermaids, mermaid sightings, how their grandmothers saw mermaids and stuff, how they seen them growing up. So if you talk to people from like the Caribbeans and Africans, you will hear some crazy mermaid stories. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not these beautiful Americanized mermaids. <laughs> Thank you, JM. That's the truth. <laughs> uh, they said in Haiti, they're called La Sirene. Okay, nice. Pinky says, yep, I'm West African. Baby Butter says they call uh, Yamaya Oshun. Some people consider that to be a mermaid. Yeah, that whole mermaid situation goes deep. <laughs> um, let's see here. Kim Starson, 1399, my sis from Canada, uh, says, T, would you get married? Hold on, T, wouldn't you get married again? I was watching the vid. You said in the Discord on Squid Games, what did you think about it? All the best. Love you. Love you too. Would I get married again? I would get married again. I don't think there's anything wrong with marriage. Um, I would get married again, but it would, I don't know. I would, I definitely need my space. Like I'm used to having my own space. So if we get married again, we'd have to like get, I uh, guess a bigger house so he could have his quarters when I need my space. You know what I mean? Like I, I just, that's the part about marriage. You got to share everything. I'm not sharing my closet. Everything has its place. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just not sharing. So we gotta, we gotta build something together. You can't, can't move in here. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You can't move in here. We gotta build something together. Um, you know, but yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I would get married again. It had to be the right person, but let me start with dating first. Okay. Let me, let me start, let me start with that. Let me date first. 
And then, you know what I mean? If that's in the future, then that's in the future. But first, I got to get back out there and start dating. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate the super chat, sis. Oh, as far as the Squid Game video, um, the breakdown, I thought he did a great job. I thought it was a good breakdown. There was a lot of esoteric stuff in the Squid Game. I'm glad I finally finished it. Um, me and Emily, matter of fact, were talking in the DMs, and she got the same chills that I got. If you guys remember that one part in the Squid Game when they were saying that you never take off your mask, you never let anybody see who you are. And I just found that very interesting. Like when they said that, it made me and her feel like the whole situation we're dealing with now in 2021, how, you know, you're supposed to stay masked up. You can't be out there without your mask. So I thought that was very interesting that they kept talking about the whole mask situation and hiding, plus the whole human, um, you know, the organism, the organ trafficking and stuff like that. That stood out to me, the Masonic checkerboard floors. Um, and I also believe that the old man was the main character's father. When you really like go back and rewatch it, I believe they had a very strong connection. And then one thing that I noticed that I didn't know, um, every death that happened to every main character was already foretold. So I thought that was a really interesting part of the breakdown as well. So thank you for that. Let's see here. Um, uh, 901 Princess says, T, remember that AI girl you were talking about on TikTok? She was sad or lonely and looked human. Yeah. There's a few of them now. There's a few other AI influencers. There's a little girl called Kwee She's funny, though. She can dance her ass off. We're like, yeah, they're, they're definitely here to try and replace real influencers. Um, they can do all the moves and they have the personality. I haven't checked on that FN Mika guy in a while. Um, some of their programmers were messing with me. Once I started talking about their AIs, they were like doing all these little sneaky things because they knew that people would send them to me. Like, I think it was the one with the girl. Um, she was saying that she wanted to hurt humans or something like that. Just weird. Those AI videos were crazy. Let's see here. But thank you for the super chat, love. Um, Angelique Butler says, to whoever had the Halloween party, nobody showed up. Same, only two people came, but I still had a good time last night. Aw. I'm sorry to hear that. I don't understand. Like, if people don't want to come, just at least let me know in advance. Like, I love, like, I always like to do a head count. Because if you can't come, then that's less food that I need to buy. You know, I just think that's the right thing. If you don't want to come, just say, oh, well, we're not going to make it. And let people know in advance. They can scratch you off the list. Because I can't stand that when you buy a certain amount of stuff and you're getting place prepared and, you know, you're planning for 30 and only five show up, you know. But when I throw parties, like, everybody shows up. It'd be, it be more than expected. So I, I don't know. Like, usually when I throw stuff, it'd be, I'm like, well, damn, you weren't even invited. Who is this? Oh, they wanted to come. You know, like people always bring extra people. So, but yeah, I think you you just have have the respect for people. If you're not going to go to their party, if you can't come and something comes up, let them know, you know, but thank you for the super chat, love. Um, I can sent $10 says, hey, T9 job boy over here. My maternal grandmother worshiped mommy water, but had to stop because she started to lose her mind. She got better when her family got back to Christianity. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. Thank you so much for the super chat, love. Appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. LaShawn Debbie says, love you. Met you years ago at the City Gala in LA. 
the owner of the event died in a crazy way. Anyhow, it's the first of the month. Can I get into the Discord? Oh my gosh, the City Gala. I'm trying to think of the event. What happened? They died. Thank you so much, LaShawn. I appreciate you. Um, I don't know if we're going to open the Discord in November. I have to keep you guys posted on that. Um, I'm not sure as of yet, but I'll keep you guys posted. But thank you so much. I'm glad you met me and we had a good time. You know what I mean? But I dang, I wonder who the owner was. I'm trying to think of that. That's really crazy. But thank you for the super chat. Um, let's see here. Original Pastel says, T, since we're talking about shows, I recommend Gravity Falls. It's a cartoon that talks about a strange town and its mystery characters. And the last season was called Bodilicious Tea. Huh. I've never heard of that. I'm going to have to look that up. But thank you so much for the super chat. Appreciate you. So, you guys, I've been on here for officially two hours. So it is definitely time for me to go. It is 430 this has been an amazing live stream. I want to thank everybody who came through today. I appreciate you guys. Um, we have over 8,000 people in here. So thank you guys so much for sending for spending some of your Halloween with me. If you guys are going to go out for Halloween, please be safe. Take care of yourselves. Be careful. You know, there's a lot of weird shit going on out here. So just be safe and be careful. And once again, thank you guys so much for the support. Thank you guys for coming through. Thank you to everybody who sent the super chat. Sorry if I missed the super chat. Um, so on that note, you guys, have a happy Halloween. Be blessed. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.